that sugar sweet You got what I need Sipping on the potion All that good emotion Just my kind of heat Keep it on me, peep Tested by the potion Sit back and relax and get ready to enjoy an episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. The podcast that's not so intense, definitely not hosted by an expert, barely hosted by a put-together adult. The podcast sits at the intersection of life, video games, NFTs, and crypto. And by sits, I mean lounges in a recliner, stains on their shirt, and a half-drink cup of coffee. Sit back and enjoy. And welcome to the first episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast, uh, the podcast where you're not talking to anybody smarter than you. You're not listening to anybody who's an expert in anything related to crypto. You're just listening to a filthy casual crypto guy. So I thought the filthy casual crypto was a cool name because it kind of was an intersection uh, at two of my favorite hobbies, right? One older hobby. It's kind of been there since I was a kid, which is video games, online video games, all that jazz, right? And then it intersects with my new hobby, uh, which is becoming more of a, almost as a, I don't want to say business, business seems like a bad way, like a stream of income, if you will, like what I'm doing during the day. And that is the crypto space, NFTs, uh, quote unquote, gamified yield farms and actual uh, play to earn games. Uh, that are, are still in the early stages. We'll go over that later. So being at that intersection, I thought Filthy Casual's crypto would be a great name. Uh, if you don't know, Filthy Casual is, I don't want to say derogatory, but it's, you know, it's just, it's something that we say in the online game mean community uh, when we talk about people who just play for fun because games aren't for fun, people. They're to win. <laughs> Obviously a joke to an extent. Uh, but so I thought that those two together would be a fun name for the podcast and kind of set you up for kind of the tone of what we're going for, right? Uh, you, while you're not going to be listening to an expert, I have very little experience in the crypto space, uh, even less in NFTs and yield farms and staking and nodes and all that jazz that's going on right now. Uh, most of my history lies in food service. I was an executive banquet chef at a country club for a little while. I was a sous chef at a couple different places, general manager of some food service retail establishments, things like that. So I've got the basics of how to run a business and finances and what have you, but nothing in depth. Uh, no like financial advisor work, no investing work, or I've never done it before either. So the thought on this podcast and the reason I thought it'd be a good idea is because if I could create a community of individuals that are casual about crypto potentially becoming more serious as time goes on as you see the space develop and expand if we could create that community we could learn together and doing this podcast was more of an idea of if i go through the learning process and narrate it describe it in my best 
Morgan Freeman voice. I don't have a Morgan Freeman voice. I apologize. Pretty much all of the accents that I try to do or impersonations are just highly offensive because they're so bad. Uh, but so if I narrate my adventure through learning crypto and NFTs and what have you, uh, the spikes, like the really good stuff, the strategies, the uh, procedures and things I go through, uh, my thought process that I use to do these successful trades and investments and kind of how I won or I am winning currently. And then definitely go in depth on when I fail. You know, my thought process behind why I thought it was a good idea. Perhaps if it was a scam or what people call a rug pull, uh, what is it about it that made it seem real to me? You know, things like that. If I can describe to you, the audience, my mindset in both my successes and my failures, then I feel like it will help you avoid those pitfalls or potentially take those on-ramps to successes. Um, and, you know, one little tidbit while, I, right, while it's in my head is like for the successes, you know, compounding little successes on top of each other. The same as when you compound your gains from investments. You know, if I, let's just, I got in on a project early and got it for cheap. Small win. You know, I got what I could afford. Cool. Okay, now it's all of them are minted and they're out of stock. Okay, the price is going up. I don't want to sell yet. You know, I haven't even launched, the, been a part of the project launch. But now it's a small win. I know I could get out for more than I got in for. Cool. Oh, okay, now the game's starting or the farm or the node or what have you is going. Oh, wow, it's successful. You know, just these little bit wins, little wins, little wins, little wins, and then... Just be happy with a little win. And if you compound little wins across as many investments as possible, it's going to, you know, oh, I made $100. Okay, instead of immediately taking that 100 to the bank, what if I take that little win and I put it over in this project or I double down on the project I'm in? And you just keep compounding your investments and your wins and hopefully you can turn $10 into 20 into 40 into 80 to 100 to 200 to 400 to 500, you know, and then just keep going. Um... So sorry, that was a little play on words because you compound interest and compound investments and then compounding your wins on the day. I actually do that in real life, man. You know, hey, I got the kids to school early. If I get home and make breakfast and sit down, I can go over all my charts and everything and it's not even nine o'clock yet. But, you know, and I compound that throughout the day and then I have a good day. Not every day is a good day. We know that. But just compounding. Who knew, right? But the idea would be to have this community where you guys build up around the podcast where I tell you my successes and my failures. And then once you feel comfortable, the community can start communicating back their successes and their failures. And perhaps together as a community, we can create sort of a safe space to air your regrets, your indecision, your failures, you know, because that's a that's a big thing, man. Having a safe space to talk about your failures and to be honest, to talk about your successes. Some of us, not all, some of us don't have a problem. I don't want to say bragging because that has a negative connotation, but some of us don't have a problem talking about our wins. You know, some of us are hesitant and some don't want to because they feel like they're bragging or they feel like they're putting a lot of uh, attention on themselves and that's just not who they are 
so I think developing a community that has a safe space for you to air out all your negative, but then as well as have a safe space for you to kind of dote on yourself a little bit or just tell us about your successes and let us dote on you. Uh, it's going to make the journey of learning a lot easier, a lot more relaxing and casual. I mean, that's the idea, right? So the podcast itself, the first goal is definitely that, right? Create that system of where you have a safe space to come to, to air your negatives, air your positives. Uh, another goal would be to really focus on NFTs because I understand NFTs a little, uh, a little might be small, maybe like, I don't want to say significant, somewhere in the middle of a little and significantly more than I do like the general crypto space of like day trading and trading stocks and, and what have you. So I understand NFTs a little more and especially when they gamified them, which is a term where they basically take yield farms and other seemingly normal financial situations and they surround those techniques those procedures uh the systems with like a like they put like a gaming mask on it uh so they use nfts as characters and then use those characters or animals or, or whatever they are for the situation and you use those as nodes or as farming protocols or what have you to farm the coin and all the other things that comes with it. And, but the reason, oh, well, first of all, they do it because it makes it more attractive to people. It's easier to understand, which I am a, definitely a, a case of that. But they also makes it a little more fun. You know, I don't, I don't know about you and I'm sure somebody in here may be a financial individual and you can just sit there and look at graphs and things all day. Uh, I cannot, I will turn cross-eyed. I will get distracted. I will wander off. Hell, I'll go to the bathroom or take a nap. Like, I cannot deal with that. However, when you decide to make it like a video game and I'm watching numbers go up nonstop because you're farming and your numbers go up or you're yield farming, or maybe it's in a situation where you're, it's like a an AFK kind of mobile thing where you you get your character and you spend your crypto to make them stronger and then they do, they go on adventures or they fight a boss or they do all these things when in reality you know they're just farming crypto anyway i'd much rather watch that or be involved in that on a regular right and a lot of these projects have created discords if you don't know what discord is uh, it is a it is a voice chat program for your pc and it's used in all kinds of situations but it's become popular with the video game community as a way to do voice comms and what have you easily uh, while you're playing video games online. Because again, you want voice comms because games aren't for fun. <laughs> I'm kidding. Very kidding. Um, but they have a Discord, which is like a server. You can join, verify, and it's full of other people interested in the project or, or maybe they're already invested depending on what stage the project's in. And you can get in there and you can learn and what have you. Uh, from other people or ask questions and all that jazz. But so all these things are kind of disguising these financial plays as as a game or a game community. Uh, not everybody involved is a video gamer. Not everybody involved is, in the, you know, some people aren't a video gamer. They're an investor. Some people aren't an investor. They're a video gamer. And they're both new to the space to a certain extent. 
And it's created a very interesting intersection. And I think that's why I started the podcast, because that intersection is so interesting to me. And I find myself through the lens of a video gamer or through the gunner glasses. If you if you know, you know, uh, of a video gamer. I'm able to understand, grasp, wrap my mind around the the financial theories, protocols, procedures of the financial world because they're being uh, correlated to video game situations. And I think that's what's really making it easier and more interesting and, and to be honest, kind of fun uh, for me to get into. So that's why I want to focus on NFTs, bring it full circle here, because of the NFTs are being used in this way, it's become much more easy for me to understand. And then that is also leading to what I think is the next phase of that, which is actual games that you play, a video game that you play, using NFTs. Whether the NFT is your character, whether the NFT happens to be equipment or pets, or potions or you know what have you that drop in the game there's a couple games out there one that i can think off the top of my head i think it's called lost relics uh it is sort of an what would you call it aarpg kind of like a diablo and you get loot and everything and you play it well you can get a rare drop that is actually a weapon a skin um a resource that is an NFT that drops in the game. You loot it uh, from playing the game. It's in your wallet and it's an NFT you can then sell in the marketplace. So, like, I think they're pre- they're early. They were early. They've been doing that for, uh, I don't know, a year at least, maybe more. I unfortunately have not involved in that as much. But that's kind of where we're going. You know, I'm in a couple projects that will launch a little bit in a couple weeks not quite to that extent and then towards the end of this year beginning of next year uh games are really getting to the point where that's the next phase and i think that's where it's coming out and they're set they're set up it will go into details but how these are being set up for both investors and gamers but just the fact that the on-chain you know games built on the blockchain with the blockchain with crypto rewards all that jazz because of those and because of nfts now having utility and being used in these yield farms in like a gamified manner. That's really what struck me. And that's what's really pulled me into the crypto space deeper. When it was just coins and charts and highs and lows and buy and sell pressure and market cap and XYZ. I mean, I could look at it. I could I could get excited maybe. I don't know if excited excited is a strong ass word. I could get entertained by it for a short time. And, you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't clicking. It just wasn't, right? So when all this happens that we just went over, that really got me into it. And when I got in serious about it, you know, I invested what I could. Not a, not a tremendous amount. And I started watching YouTube channels of different people. I started in discords asking questions or just being a fly on the wall. You know, join the discords. Don't even say anything. I get an hour or two at night or maybe I wake up before the family and I go through these discords and I just read um, people asking 
questions that might seem silly, but I was going to ask them anyway, so I read the responses or, you know, go through FAQs and all this jazz and just start educating myself. And I found a couple projects. And one of the projects I got into, right, was newer, and I think it started about a week ago. I got in for a decent price. And then before you knew it, my $800 investment, which was, I think at the time, seven or eight Avalanche AVAX coins, has already returned, let me think, 27, 37, 38 AVAX. So I put seven or eight AVAX in, and I've already gotten out 37 AVAX, and it's still going. Um, now, this is without a doubt my biggest win. I'm in a couple long-term projects. Who knows how those will go? But that bigger win has let me invest in long-term investments with you know, daily, weekly, monthly dividends, but they're like rewards. They reward you in percentage of tokens, what have you. Anywho, you know, you get into it, you get in these discords, you get in these communities, you find out about projects. You get in a couple early. Now be ready because you're going to, I mean, the stocks are risky, right? Investing can be risky. Crypto is so much more risky than that. The fact that something that's a penny can be five cents in the matter of a minute. Um, you know, the prices go up and down and, and it's very, very fluid and it can be scary. But it is high, I think it's high risk, high reward right now. It's getting more normalized. It's getting more monitored and getting into the NFT space and the crypto space, like where I'm at, which isn't necessarily day trading coins, but investing in like node projects and NFT projects and, and gamified NFTs and video games. We have now we have three years of knowing what a scam looks like, knowing what doesn't work. And so the community's starting to get an idea of what to look out for, red flags. And it's, it's becoming more difficult uh, for you to get scammed as long as you do your ample amounts of research prior to investing. It's It can still happen without a doubt, without a doubt. Um, I know a game that rug pulled tons of people, I think last week or the week before. So, you know, it's still out there. But that, you know, I told, I told you the story about getting that win because crypto is interesting but not enough to really want to make me jump in. NFTs were cool. I looked a little more at it. The gamified NFTs were way more up my alley, pulled me deeper. Then I started to see a section of video games called play to earn, on-chain gaming, things like that. And that pulled me way the hell in, right? I'm down, I'm in there now. I'm, I got gills and I'm breathing underwater. Like I'm there, I'm there to stay. So, there was, there was a very small chance of me coming up, obviously. However, when I started actually turning money into five, six, seven, eight, ten times what it was, you know, I've been able off an $800 investment roughly to invest another four grand into other crypto projects and nodes and long-term things. Boy, that put me in. Like, instead of growing gills, I built a whole damn town at the bottom. I'm... I built Atlantis in the crypto sea and I'm I'm living and thriving. Uh, it's not that dramatic. Like I'm not making a living yet. However, I am working towards it, you know, and it's kind of cool. 
to think that you could control your own financial future. Um, I don't know how many people listening to this will be millennials above that age. I am, in fact, a millennial. But our financial stability, the state of the economy, our financial future, the future of our economy, the future of our housing market, our social security, our retirement, all that is so up in the air. You know, it doesn't really matter what side of the aisle you're on. I'm not trying to get political, but it just, in reality, the facts are it's in the air. You know, housing markets crash and what have you, but, and that'll continue to happen through our lifetime. But right now, I mean, houses are are shooting up in price. Small houses aren't as, aren't really affordable anymore. I mean, it's rough, you know? But being able to control that, like from my house with financial investing, being more involved in my kids' lives by not working 60 hours a week. Uh, just so you guys know, I actually left my job about three weeks. If it's not a month to, if it's not a month this past Monday, it'll be a month next Monday. Uh, and really, so my wife got a little bit of a bump in salary, which will make up for a little bit of my loss of my salary. Not not significant. It's not going to replace it or anything like that. Um, but we have two kids. And she was doing it all. She was trying to work her full-time job, take care of the kids, and do side work. So she's a video producer and editor, so she can work from the house and do, like, side, like, uh, I want to say mercenary work, but I'm trying to freelance. She's a mercenary. Uh, that'd be a badass thing for me. What's your wife do? Oh, you know, she's a mercenary. Um, so she does this freelance. Anyway, she was doing all this all by herself. You know, and I worked an hour away, so I was driving an hour to work, working for 10 hours and driving an hour back. So I was gone literally half the day. If anything came up, she had to be the one to do it. Um, it was just causing unnecessary stress for my wife. So I saw this as an opportunity to perhaps for the first time and perhaps for the only time in our relationship to be able to say, you know, you're, you and the family are more important than my job. So I never walked out of a job before, but I went in on Monday. Uh, my wife would be like, hey, the baby's sick. I got to call out of work again. Um, can you see if you can get off early? Cause I need some help. You know, I'm, I'm stressing. And I just walked in, handed my keys and was like, peace, I'm out. Never done that before. It felt kind of amazing. Um, super unprofessional, do not advise, but I totally did it and it was great. So I came home and I did not have this on the agenda, right? I pretty much thought I was going to DoorDash and what's the other one? Bite Squad or what have you, Shipped, all those things. I was just gonna do those and be at the house uh well i started doing this and then everything that we've already talked about i uh, started investing and then i had a couple wins and and what have you and then i decided i wanted to do a podcast and by i decided i mean that somebody in a group of friends we were talking to said i should because they like they thought i was engaging my wife is my biggest cheerleader coach and uh she will be the first one to kick me off a pedestal <laughs> a real a real a real fucking partner in life i love it. uh but you know they both told me i should so i went for it so you know all this happened so now i'm at the house a lot i'm trying to help out at the house and i really want this to work because i don't want to have to go back to another job i don't even want to have to go doordash i would rather podcast build a community invest we all learn together and we help one person at a time either you know if you want to quit your job that would be a great goal we'll get there we'll try to we'll do our best as a community 
But I mean, I would just be as happy with somebody who likes their job, loves their job, to be able to know that like, okay, cool. You know what? I just made enough to make a college fund for my kid. You know what? I just made enough to get a car, my first house, my second house, my beach house. Um, I am now, you know, using this volatile crypto market. I just hit it out of the park. I'm going to use it to buy some rental property and set me up for in real life and set me up for the future. I say in real life. I know that sounds funny. Buy rental property in real life. What the hell else was there? Dude, lady, person, human being. Listen to me when I say if people are buying real estate, property, houses, and casinos in metaverses and digital worlds. So, so sci-fi to say. I love it. I absolutely love it. And are renting them out and making money. There are legit people who could call themselves digital landlords and are making more money a month than any of us that are listening to the podcast. It's effing wild. Just absolutely wild that this is the time we live in, right? Um, but that would be great. I don't care what your goal is, small or big. I just want to help you get there, man. Like I said, compound wins. If I can help you, if we as a community can help you, then let's let's do it. Let's get in it. Um, but that's really the idea. That whole long-winded deal that we've talked about so far is really the idea behind the podcast. You know, I want to go down this road and learn about crypto in general, but NFTs, gamified NFTs, on-chain gaming, uh, what level can you invest in these projects comfortably? Like, where's, you know, if they come out with multiple levels, perhaps we dig into a project or two in their levels, maybe do some simple math complicated math outside my wheelhouse oh what's the percentage return in the roi on xyz look man i paid a hundred thousand dollars to learn how to make a kick-ass roasted chicken <laughs> so when you start asking when do some simple math right um but if we can do that focus on those things create safe spaces for your successes for you to toot your own horn, get in there, man. Be your own cheerleader. Like, and we'll cheer you on. Like, if we can create that community as well as a safe space to come in and just go, woe is me, look what happened, I messed up, X, Y, Z, uh, any advice, you know. We need safe spaces for both of those things. And I think creating that in a community would be great. And I think that we can bring, well, I think I can bring a value to those listening those in the community that we hopefully build. Because again, I am not an expert. I'm never gonna come to you from an expert point of view because I'm not. I'm not an educated uh, on this specific topic. However, what I am is somebody who wants to succeed in this area. To be honest, I need to succeed. I mean, shit, I gotta put clothes in, on the kids and the wife and food in everybody's stomach. And you know, like I need to succeed. Um, but I'm also pretty impulsive, so I'll probably make a lot of mistakes. No, not probably. I will make a lot of mistakes and I'll be able to share my lessons with you. Uh, hopefully letting you avoid the same mistakes and letting you avoid those pitfalls. And then when I succeed, I'll be able to share those and describe my mindset and where I was when I made the decision of the failure or the success so that you can either compare that to where your mindset is before you make a success or a failure, um, perhaps help you change your mindset, 
things like that, you know, and especially coming into a new field, I'm going to come into it with a very student attitude of like sit back and watch, learn, and then just tell you what I learned. I mean, I'll say teach, but I'm not teaching. I'm simply relaying my successes and my failures, things I've seen and observed. And sometimes it'll be, uh, sometimes it'll be just coded in sarcasm and humor, uh, profanity, because that's just who I am, right? And I'd much rather be real on the podcast than posture as an expert in this space, because Lord, I mean, hell, I am not close. Um, and I think that turns some people off. You know, when I listen to some of these guys, they're great to listen to, but they're like, yeah, I'm doing great on this project. You know, I invested 20 grand and I'm getting eight grand back a month now. That's all you got to do. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, you're obviously talking to people much higher quality than me because 20 grand, I don't have 20 grand for anything. You know, like my biggest investment was 800 and that was a stretch. So we can talk about that. You know, I just feel like we'll be in a better what am I trying to say? We'll be in better company. I don't want to say that because nothing's wrong with those people. We'll just be in a like-minded company. If you've got the amount to invest 20 grand, you fucking, you do it. However, just know that, you know, in the casual, uh, in our filthy casual community. <laughs> sorry, every time I say a filthy casual crypto or filthy casual community, it's that the initials are FCC. And all I can think about is that old Eminem song where it's the FCC won't let me be, let me be me. So the or, so let me see, they took me off of MTV, something like that. Um, I have no rhythm. I'm incredibly white. The uh, But I love it. So, yeah, you can be casual. You can be in and out. You can be in one project or two projects. You know, there's going to be no shame, no nothing. Um, so that's where I think I'm bringing some value here is I can be the guy that makes all the mistakes. I can be the guy who invests in things that go belly up or does, you know, six hours, eight hours, 10 hours of research on projects and watches all this content that maybe you don't have time to do. And I can. And then I'll relay them to you in hopefully a more relatable fashion. Uh, less big words and technical information and more, yeah, you do the thing and the stuff and you make the money. You know, um, obviously it won't be that generic, but you get my drift. So that's kind of the goal. And that's kind of where we're going at. Um, we're, we're reaching kind of late right now. It's almost, I think we're almost at 30 minutes. So I'll just wrap this up really quick, uh, with a couple things. One, uh, projects that I'm in right now, uh, I would like to tell you guys what I'm in and then update you pretty much periodically on said projects and how they're going. Uh, the project that I'm currently in that had the big win I told you about is called the pizza game. Uh, it's like a gamified, uh, yield farm, essentially. That one is the one that's going really well for me, uh, that I spoke about earlier in the podcast. Then I'm in one called Node, N-O-D-E, bears, like the animal, rar, because that was necessary, <laughs> uh, but Node bears. And each of those NFTs actually enter you into a lottery every week, and they give away nodes uh, uh, when you're drawn. And I believe the weeks that you don't win, you get a slightly higher percentage to win the following week. Um, and the way it's set up is really cool. We can go into it more in depth later. Uh, however, that, so I'm in that project. That's more of a long-term project. See what happens with it. Uh, the pizza game. A lot of these games... So from what I've read, a lot of these gamified projects last about a year or so. 
if you're lucky, uh, this one's set up really well, so I'm hoping it does that. So I'm in that one. I'm in Node Bears. I'm in another one called Yield Yield Hunt Hunt. So it's like a it's set up like a fantasy uh, adventure game, and it is also sort of a farm, a gamified farm, uh, yield farming, and it actually I got in late of what they call Phase One, where they launched Generation Zero, Generation One of their NFTs, and so they had. A slight issue with minting of generate the end of generation one and it kind of made people uneasy and then they said hey guys we're, we we hit the end of our liquidity pool you know phase one's over essentially now we're going to go to the and start updating our visuals and our partnerships and our our whole contract and the structure of everything so that we can create a long lasting uh situation and everybody kind of got antsy and in between phase one and two, everybody kind of anger sold and, and panic sold. And I was able to get in for pretty cheap. So I jumped in on that one. Uh, then I'm in a, a an actual video game, uh, like blockchain NFT video game that I don't think launches. I don't think the beta for it launches till the end of this year. But it is a it's called Synergy Land. And it is a AARPG similar to Diablo, uh, Path of Exile and things like that. But with NFTs, they just minted. I believe you can still get some on, I think it's called Fractal, is the secondary site. You can buy some for Solana on the Solana network. Um, so I'm in that one. So I'm in Pizza, Node Bears, Yield Hunt, Synergy Land, and then another project launches on, I think, this weekend. And it is another kind of gamified yield deal called Elixir, E-L-E-X-I-R. The public sale, I believe, is this Saturday, the 19th of February. So I'm still doing research on that one. It looks like it's got great uh, a great setup, tokenomics, all that jazz. So I might be getting that one this weekend. But then that would be kind of where I'm at. I'll let you guys know updates on the next podcast where they, if I got in on that, maybe any updates on the other ones that I'm in, uh, things like that. I just want to let you know that I'm not just talking about it. I'm actually doing it, succeeding and failing. Uh, and I just want to keep you guys updated on that. So, hey, thank you so much for, if you managed to get all the way through here, thank you so much for staying with the podcast. I know this is episode one. I may have rambled. Uh, this is my first podcast, so give me a little bit of grace. However, I definitely enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to continue to do so, whether one person or a hundred people or that's probably the limit. Uh, we'll listen to it. So if you could do me a favor, whatever platform that you actually managed to suffer through this on, if you could like it, uh, comment or anything like that, or in, you know, share it with your friends, anybody that you think would like it, any other, uh, millennials, cause that kind of where we're at, right? Anybody who actually enjoyed the halftime show this year, it's probably our, uh, kind of right where we're at or a disheveled parent stains on their clothes, they too could be right where I'm at. So if you could share it, like it, and all that jazz, that would be great. So thank you so much for sitting through the first episode of the Filthy Casuals Crypto Podcast. I'm Jacob, your host. I am the Filthy Casual. I am the man with a stained shirt and a recliner sitting at the intersection of NFTs, video games, and life. Uh, so I hope to see you around. Have a great day.